Are you critically insane, have a lot of excess money, or even better, both? Then you can support this podcast by clicking on the ACAR support button. You can give as rarely and as little as you want, which, judging by the quality of this, I'm sure you're wanting to do. Do you know what? I think I like Kate Bishop more than Clint Barton. Hello and welcome to a PhD Student Reads episode 10. That's right, 1-0. We've hit double figures and um, this should be the show that will push the number of listeners up to and maybe over 200. I think we're set at 193 right now, which I won't lie, I'm quite proud of. I mean, the show, not great. It's a little bit of a vanity slash passion project of mine now something that i don't plan on giving up on anytime soon but we will get to that at the end of the show because i do have some plans but first of all let's discuss hawkeye volume 3 la woman published on the 8th of october 2014 and collects issues 14 16 18 and 20 plus hawkeye annual number one first question here what happened to all the odd numbers um, are they in a different volume that I do not know? Well, I do not, clearly do not own. I know there's one volume left of Matt Fraction's Hawkeye Run, volume four. Rio Bravo, I think it's called. I haven't, um, I don't even own it yet. Um, but are the odd numbers in there? Were they in the previous one and I didn't notice? I guess someone will have to let me know. Anyway, this is written by Matt Fraction. On annual number one, we have Javier Polito on art, Matt Hollingsworth on colours, and VC's Clayton Cowles as the letterers. I presume that's more than one person. I must admit I'm not familiar with the name. Um, please, someone let me know if you know who they are. I suppose I could have Googled it. Oh, well. Interacting with the community, right? Um... And for the rest of the issues, we have Annie Wu as the artist, uh, making the jump from the special covers that were in uh, the previous volume. Matt Hollingsworth continues as the colourer. Chris Eliopoulos is on the letterer. And David Arja has done the covers. And what covers they are. This whole book, set in LA, obviously, is soaked in oranges and reds. And these wonderful but minimal, minimal colours exemplify this. Um, this is definitely going to be one of those rambling shows where um, I don't really make much sense, but maybe that's what you tune in for these days. This volume is basically a Kate Bishop versus Madame Mask showdown with all the issues somehow tying into this feud that's been brewing since volume one and the uh, two issue tape story in which Kate basically tied up Madame Mask, dressed up as her, and um, riled her quite a lot. Um, as I said earlier, this episode is going to be a bit different, as December, especially this week, has been quite the uh, month slash week for me, um, and my PhD, so... 
This episode is going to have a bit of a rushed feel to it. We're not going to go through the entire volume panel by panel, so if you're worried about spoilers, um, I can assure you there won't really be any here for once. Um, if you like this, maybe maybe I'll make more of them like this. They're certainly somewhat quicker to make, um, hence the rushed feeling, I suppose. Um, as I said, this is episode 10. That's sort of quite an achievement. It's the show that's going to get the podcast as a whole, over 200 listens, I hope, which is, again, quite an achievement for me. And for those of you that have listened to every episode, or even just a handful of the more recent, most definitely better ones, I do extend my uh, gratitude, my most sincere gratitude to you. But I am not a comic book. This isn't PhD student talks about himself. This is PhD student reads Hawkeye Volume 3, LA Woman. So we pick up where Volume 2 ends, which was the issue where it's from the dog's point of view. We see Clint and Kate arguing, and now we get to see that argument in the written word. Um, and it ends with Kate taking Lucky, Arrow, Pizza Dog, whatever, and moving to the City of Angels. And when she arrives, Madame Mask has already got some plans in place to ruin her life. She empties her bank accounts, gets her beaten up, takes her hostage, you know, the usual supervillain shenanigans. So we have stories involving orchids, a down-and-out musician, a gay couple trying to get married. We have a story about a writer-slash-detective that looks somewhat like a knockoff John Constantine. Um, no magical powers here. We have some uh, life model decoys, the staple of the... Marvel Universe, I think, if someone wants to be someone else, there's a life model decoy involved. And we have some Bishop family drama. Um, I'm going to focus on the story about the down-and-out musician, because I think that's the best one in the volume. Um, but I wouldn't say any of them are bad, not by a long way, of the three Hawkeye volumes I've read so far. This is by far my favourite, which is why I say I think I like Kate more than Clint. He appears in the first issue, um, and he appears in one panel later on. It's not none at all, really. So, if you really want your Kate, uh, Clint Barton fix, this is not the um, volume for you. But, if you like... There's not actually that many arrows being fired in it, if I think about. As Kate is trying to be more of a private eye, with a superhero twist, rather than uh, the Archer Avenger Junior, I suppose. Um, so, the down and out musician. So, it begins um, where Kate finds this musician roaming the uh, highway of uh, L.A., um, causing... And, you know, a, pl a, a plethora of traffic issues. We find out that this guy was part of a sort of hit duo in the 60s with his brother. His brother being the producer and the recorder, you know, the, the guy behind the scenes. And uh, he was the the talent, I suppose. So there's one way to put it. Um, but after the 60s, their careers, you know, they never 
never went the uh, way they planned. Drugs and mental issues and so forth unfortunately uh, put a dampener on uh, their time in the spotlight. Um, and this guy, he's been trying to produce this magnum opus, his wish, um, since since the 60s and has so far failed to do so. But someone steals some of this music, which is very special to him, and puts it online. Um, we find out eventually that it was his uh, brother that did this, and he there's a bit of drama between them. One thinks that uh, the other brother took him down and so wants revenge by uh, leaking his music online. And you think, oh, that's quite, quite sad. But then it ends on a, on a happier note where this guy who, you know, has hidden away from the public eye for so long and no one has heard his talent finally gets to play a, uh, a show in a small little venue. Um, and revealed to the world his his wish, um, and as someone that struggles with mental health issues and doesn't have the best familial relationships, this one, you know, it rubbed me up the right way. Um, yeah, and I think that's really all I've got to say for this volume. Unfortunately, as I said, it's been quite the month. I'm sorry I haven't been able to put the uh, best show out at the uh, end of 2020 so I think my plan is to have one final episode of 2020 where I uh, collate the books I've read this year and um, everyone likes a list don't they YouTube is full of them so put together a list of a ranking of where I would put them Um, so my overall 2020 recommendation Admittedly, none of these books came out in 2020, so but that does mean they're easier to pick up for you, dear listener. So I do have some plans for 2021. As I said, I don't. I like doing this podcast, um, even if nobody listens. You know, it makes me feel somewhat good. It gets me, helps me get through my comics backlog. But my main plan for 2021 is to find a co-host. Someone out there on the planet who also likes reading trade paperbacks. Um, so I feel like this might work. I don't think I'll have the uh, talent required to just monologue for this amount of time without it getting somewhat dull. So having one, two, who knows, three other people might uh, help alleviate that issue. Um, and just continued improvements to make the show better, and I think by having someone else um, will help do that. So you can follow the show at PhD Reads, capital P, capital R, because no capital D, because, well, that's just, that's just the way it is, and you can support the show at supporter.acast.com forward slash PhD dash student dash reads again my most sincere apologies that this hasn't been the usual fare but i guess it means you can read hawkeye volume 3 la woman and go in without not knowing too much about it 
and enjoy it like I did. Um, if I don't hear from you before the end of the year, I wish you all a happy holidays and a good new year. And let's hope 2021 brings better things for us all. Until next time. <laughs>